today's helping hands come from Pauline Clark from Mind Nua and the Reiki Effect. She's based in Kinelec, County Cavan, and here's our chat. Hello, Pauline. How are you? I am great, Nicole. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. So we had a great chat a year ago, and I'm just going to introduce you again. You are a mindfulness facilitator. Um, you have MBCT, NLP, uh, solution-based counsellor, EFT practitioner, probably lots more, but I'll, we'll get to that as we chat. So when I was talking to you a year ago, I bet you didn't think a year down the line you'd have achieved so much. I keep thinking how proud I am of you because you've done so much working in secondary schools, working with Operation Transformation, doing your own thing. And sure, it's just brilliant. So would you like to, well, you can tell us what got you into it or what you've done in the last year or wherever you want to start. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know if I, I don't, sometimes I do feel I've achieved loads and then other times it is small steps. It is definitely small steps. And as a woman said to me one day, Rome wasn't built in a day, but it was built. And it kind of encourages me uh, definitely to keep going and to, to keep building. And that's kind of the way I am. I'm just building. And like you said, even a year ago, uh, you don't really think you're doing, you know, you're progressing much. But then when you look back on time, you kind of go, oh, yeah, I'm moving. I'm moving. But uh, yeah, so um, where do I start? So it's nearly actually, it'll be three years ago in May. Um, I um, was working in an office and I left the office job that I very much believe that the universe um, made me leave it um, walked me to the door and got me into this line of work for a little while I was lost um, I I got into Reiki healing I probably did need to heal myself first and as they say healed people and people can heal people so that's very important as well that we need to heal ourselves first so um Reiki was my first and I healed myself first and I did start to work in the Reiki energy healing which is absolutely fantastic a lot of people come and it was mental health and I knew as I got deeper and deeper into it I knew I needed to more need to know more about mental health I was um, I needed to add and add and add to my um, knowledge about mental health so that's when I started to study mindfulness was definitely for me is the backbone to prevention of mental health illnesses so I fell in love with it um, uh, when you get into the game of mental health I will probably study mental health to the day I die it is that big which is absolutely fantastic because I do love studying. So that's where I got into the mindfulness, first of all, and um, that was a huge um, part of it. NLP then is neuro-linguistic programming, um, mindfulness-based cognitive therapy then, um, I built on that, um, solution-based counseling, EFT, TFT, um, what else did I do? Um, at the minute, I'm studying the Alexander technique. But look, at, we never, ever know enough about mental health. And you learn so much as well from clients. And you just hope through all these courses that you can help people. And that something from each of these courses will, you know, as you join the dots and join them all together, you'll become stronger to work in this area because it's a huge area. And you need to know a lot, a lot of um, background into the mind and body connection and health physically wise emotionally spiritually there's so so much it's a really lovely sector to work in and 
unfortunately, it is a, a tough one for a lot, a lot of people. But um, I do love working in it. Um, I suppose, look back on it now, it was strange because I was 39 years old when I when I moved into this area, which was very strange because my dad actually passed away from mental health illness, depression um, at age 39. So it was very, very ironic for me that it happened to me at age 39 as well, that I got into working in the mental health. Even though I did, you know, he suffered from, I was age 12, so I was age 18 for six and a half years. He suffered with mental health illness. Um, depression and even though you live with somebody for them six years yes 100% we learned a lot a lot a lot about depression and we knew his every move we knew by his eyes every time he got sicker every time he got a little bit better um, probably the hospital maybe visited maybe he was hospitalized 20 times um, it's, you know, I, but I, I, when I started to get into this, I knew that wasn't, you know, I knew a lot about living with a person, but I needed to educate myself really, really well on this subject and um, to know more. It, um, yeah, it was definitely, it's, it definitely is something that my heart is very into. I'm very, very compassionate of it because I have, I suppose, lived through it and know what it's like for people out there. Even the people that's coming to me, I feel for their families because I know what it's like as a family. And there is absolutely no doubt that I know that any mental health illness is a family illness. It is not within the one person. And like other illnesses, when we get diagnosed with these things, like any other illness, when people are given time, um, people don't think about this with depression or any of these things, but there is a time, you know, and there is, unfortunately, you know, you're at home. If it was a different illness and you were given three years, you'd have hope for that for the first three years. But with depression, you don't know when that time is up and you look across your shoulder for the six and a half years dad was sick. Like we would have been very, very heavy. He would have told us at all times that he was a burden on us. We were better off without him and he needed to do this. That was an everyday conversation. There was no doubt about that. He was very clear in his mind that, you know, that he would, you know, that if we were better off without him and that he was deciding at all times to do this without, you know, for us, he felt he was a burden. It was, you know, it's it's a very, very, it's it's very, like, it's a very hard illness. Like, I remember even in second year at school, been collected one day from a family friend because my mom couldn't drive out of school. And I remember getting into the car and we knew as soon as I got into the car, like he, you know, he, he was, you know, it was, it was him. And all I could say to her was, is he dead or alive? Is he dead or alive? And she kept saying, we don't know. He don't know. He's gone to the hospital. We don't know. And that, unfortunately, is what a lot of people with, are living with, with a mental health illness in a home. And it's, it's tough, like it's tough, but um. It's probably, it's definitely an area that I am very, very compassionate about. Like, and I, it's, I love working in it. I absolutely love working in it. That's, I, I have an, an absolute love for it now. And, but I will, I will keep educating myself in it because it is something that, you know, everyone's is different. And that's why I'm, I am doing so many courses is just to learn and um, the different elements of it. So that's kind of where where I am. <laughs>
Yeah, I, I thank you very much for being so open and honest. It's a very hard uh, thing to hear and it probably resonates with a lot of people. And I used to visit your sister, Tina, a lot back in the day. And I had no idea when you guys had the pub in Kinalek. Mm. I had no idea any of this until I think maybe I was talking to you in the last year. So yeah. thank you. And even to hear the stories again there, it's just, oh my gosh. So thanks very much. And yeah, I think anyone listening that has, um, I don't know, it would definitely resonate. And you are very passionate. It's very obvious. When I went to your house and had a lovely treatment from you, a Reiki treatment, mm-hmm. it shows your love for the crystals, for the Reiki, for all everything that you're doing and you have a great way of explaining it making it easy to understand and uh, yeah so it's definitely the path for you so even though you were 39 it is most definitely for you so yeah I'm delighted you went down this road and as you say one thing leads to another so who knows what I hopefully I'll talk to you next year and you'll have more behind you Um, so yeah you can go wherever you want after that but I'm wondering about your operation transformation and your working in secondary schools. I'm sure that was an experience. Yes, um, Breffney College in Cavan in November 2020. Um, I started in there and um, they were the first, I think actually they are the first secondary school in County Cavan. I'm not 100% of that to bring mindfulness in um, by a mindfulness facilitator for sure. I think they are. They're actually probably the best school in County Cavan for support and they have huge support in there, but they were very, very good to also bring me in. Um, you know, the teachers and I even had an SNA in my classroom, they were so blown away by it. They actually really, really enjoyed it. They they had no problem telling me that they enjoyed it and they learned skills like they would have for life. Um, I'm back in there actually now in three weeks' time with this year's transition year, and I do love getting in there. Um, they grew up in the digital area, I suppose, the transition year students, and even though I find that they are willing and able to you know, to even slow down on the phones a little bit and, you know, and be more mindful and aware and all that. I think they're also now, unfortunately, living in homes where they have parents my age that have become digitally distracted. And even when I ask them to leave down maybe the phones for an hour before bed, you know, for their health, and I explain all, you know, I do explain all that to them through sleep and health, they're willing to do it. But then they have parents at home that looking into these phones for that hour before bed so you know what are they going to do sit there looking at their parents on phones you know so they're look at the, I love getting to that age group I think they're a really good group and I find myself working more I have worked with Froic 365 and I worked with all that age group as well 16 year olds Um, I got I was worked with a few different groups in Froic 365 and then I started doing classes um, out in the country myself um, privately um, I'm in Bella James Duff at the minute. I have two classes in Bella James Duff at the minute. I have one in the backyard in Cavan. And I actually, yes, Operation Keep Well. I am in Kinelec at the minute on a Monday morning with Operation Keep Well. So that's brilliant because um, I do find that mental health is huge in Operation Keep Well. And even when you watch Operation Transformation every week, like you see how um, it is so involved in it. Do you know what I mean? You see Eddie Murphy and the whole chats and everything. It's so, so important that it is being talked about. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I see you do child, um, what is, is a child Reiki and adult Reiki in your yes. home? Yeah. So it's great that you do things specifically for both age groups because I suppose between uh, COVID and the lockdowns and everything, with kids need um, a lot of help. So mm. what else do you do from your home? Reiki and um, mindfulness and well, yeah. everything said, the counsellor, the solution-based counsellor, is yeah. there anything you can tell us about that? Is that for maybe anyone who's suffering with mental health, maybe doesn't want to talk to their parents or friends that might be able to contact you? Yeah, 100%, yeah. Um, they might, I, I like for me, look, I do get a right few people for therapy at the minute and we mix, what I do is mix and match them, Nicole, because it's such a big area. That's why I have to cover so many courses because you have to try um, different things from different courses to try and help these people. So basically a lot of people will come and they will do, um, we'll do like a therapy session is about an hour and a half and we'll do probably chat for 40 minutes and Reiki for 40 minutes do you know what I mean and and then calm down for a few minutes after that and just relax but um it I think combined together an energy treatment for mental health is amazing I'm seeing amazing results out of it and a lot of people are very willing you know when they even if they come to me just for mindfulness mental health talks therapy counseling whatever they want to call it you know, I have a lot of people coming for that. And then a lot of people are very, very open to the Reiki and they they get huge results. They can't and they will keep coming back for the Reiki then. And I'll also do the talk as well with them. But it seems to be a very, very good combination for me anyway, as a as a therapist, I find it great. Yeah, well, it's true. One shoe doesn't fit all. So it's great that you can tap hmm. into different areas depending on the person what they need in that moment, I guess. But um, I don't think I said that Pauline Clark is your name at the start and you have uh, Mind Nua and the Reiki Effect. Are you yes. on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube or where could people yes. find? Yeah, I am on Instagram. I have Mind Nua on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn as well. I don't, I'm not keeping up with my LinkedIn or Twitter as much as Instagram and Facebook. I am posting on there every morning quotes and little tricks and tips of how to deal with different things um what else um youtube you mentioned youtube i did i actually have recorded one meditation which is on youtube undermined new app um, i do have to get into my meditations more but um yeah i did record a meditation and have it on youtube there under it but uh, that's a start of a different path <laughs> Uh, sure. Whenever you get the time, as you say, you don't want to be on the phone all the time, but at least if you're on these platforms, people can reach you some way. Yeah. Uh, so have you any big plans for anything else in the near future since you've done all of that? Um, no, I'm just going to keep building now for a while. I do. I love doing my courses. I'm studying at the minute as well. And I just, um, you know, you, I suppose I always feel that I need to know more, uh, you know, but um, I do enjoy, you know, um, finding out more and more stuff about mental health and mind and body and stuff and everything helps. So it's um, no, I'm happy enough at the minute, like I can balance uh, work and kids and, uh, you know, the therapies at home and the mindfulness classes. And 
I'm, you know, I, it's, it's nice just to be balanced, you know, that kind of a way and to live life as well yourself, you know, that kind of a way, but no, I'm happy at the minute now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've been self-fulfilled, like you're, as I say, so passionate and it shows on you, like you're just glowing and so positive, but it's great. Are you still exercising? I think it was a five minute every day that you do. Yeah, I do 10 minutes every day. I do a 10 minute exercise and exercise is a huge, huge part of um, mental health. Uh, serotonin that's released in our bodies through exercise is what is put into antidepressants. Now, I know we can't just start exercising and go off antidepressants, but we should recognize that, that we have all these beautiful hormones and chemicals in our body that we can signal off with different things and exercise is absolutely one of them and yeah I do I do a 10 minute exercise only on YouTube every single day Um, it's consistent and it works for me I find great benefits from it and I feel great Um, and I stay positive I believe through it as well and healthy and it's different things work for everyone else but like I say I'm 42 I don't I'm not going to join a gym or you know, I do try and walk maybe three times a week or that and get out in fresh air. That's mostly to keep my energy clear as well. But um, I do uh, 10 minutes a day works and works for everyone. And as I would say, if you tend to think you don't have 10 minutes, get up 10 minutes earlier. I, it's just absolutely one of the things that we all need to be doing, no matter what age we're doing and trying to get the benefits from our bodies like off this, you know, of all these lovely hormones that shoot off during exercise. Yeah, as you say, get outside as soon as you can in the morning. Yeah. Well, what's that yeah. thing that you said that your body shuts off 12 hours later or something? Or- well, yeah, when you, yeah, when you, well, that's the um, cortisol. When you wake up in the morning and your eyes, the only part of your brain that's outside your body, when your eyes see daylight, it sends off the hormone cortisol in your body, which is your awareness alertness hormone. So that's great. But you must remember that um, that's brilliant. So it gets us up, gets us going, gets us out there. And then, but 12, 13 hours later, our melatonin is set to go off then. Like this is your body clock set for the day. So when your melatonin goes off in the evening time, that's obviously your go to bed hormone which is lovely and you turn it's the opposite in in the morning you need to see light in the evening time we want the dim lights you know the darkness coming in so that your eyes see that the light is getting dimmer to get let this melatonin release it will release for hours like you know what I mean helping you sleep well but this is the problem then when we look at these phones with the bright lights and screens and laptops because it sends a signal through our eyes to our brain to say whoa 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 slow down the melatonin here it's not night time's way too bright and therefore then when you get to bed you are unable to sleep because of this you know but I'll not get into how important sleep is but we live because we sleep that is reality we need our sleep to live it keeps our body healthy it cleans us rests us heals us during the night and there is so much benefits to getting a good night's sleep and there is a huge problem um I there's a huge I don't even I'd say through teenagers you know with melatonin they're buying it unfortunately it is in Ireland to be bought off the shelf in the chemist um, it is not on the shelf in the UK, Canada, Germany, New Zealand. They have all taken it off the shelf because it is a problem. It it was always um, basically to be prescribed to pilots, nurses, doctors, because they obviously need it because they work night shifts. But for 
us human beings that don't understand how amazing our bodies are and we can do all this ourselves, we are not supposed to be eating melatonin out of a packet, out of a chemist, you know, and okay, I'm not a GP. If you need it, you need it, but obviously investigate it, find out how you can get back off it, like recommended for melatonin is one to six weeks. But basically it's your body, you know, your body is absolutely amazing. It's all there handed to you but you're messing with it. If you're not getting your night's sleep, you are messing with your melatonin if you're getting it hard to sleep. So you must understand how it works. Um, and you must understand that it's when you get up in the morning that you, you set your melatonin, your circadian system for that melatonin release. So, um, you know, if you get up at, on the weekends, if you push your eight o'clock up time after five days to a 10 o'clock, you have to understand that your melatonin to go to bed at night is also going to be pushed off and you will get it harder to sleep. You know, it's a very simple system. It's just a matter of, um, you know, of, of being careful with it. Yeah. Oh, sure. Could talk to you all day, Pauline, but that's all <laughs> for now. Anyway, unless you have anything And I'd else. rather on all day. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, no, have you any other message or anything else you want to say? Um, oh, sure, I could send a lot of messages out, but... Uh, no, I suppose, I suppose, as you know, for mindfulness, you know, you know, whatever, at the beginning of every mindfulness class, I do always say to people, you know, I do always get people to close their eyes and to say, listen to your breathing, listen to your heartbeat. I do always say, this is the here and now, and we can't get the past and we can't bring it in and we can't drag the future in either. And as you sit there on your chair in the room where I'm teaching you, you know, you can't bring anything else in. So please realize that this is what we call the here and now. Do you know, it, it, like it's just a very simple system that unfortunately our minds are so, so busy. You know, it's an, our minds are fantastic, but they're so, so busy. You know, the past is all we know so far and our minds will always drag stuff from the past to help us understand things today. But we kind of need to calm that down a little bit and we need to become a more the observer and less the judge. So we need to kind of observe everything as it is rather than taking all this information from the past and seeing it, you know, as something else. Do you know if you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I was just I was interrupting you there a minute ago because I remembered you do angel healing as well as part of your. Um, yeah. The things that you do from your house. Um, yeah. So oh, that's it. I know. So you're brilliant, Pauline. Now, thank you oh, very much for talking to me. You were the Nicole, first person that, that came up when I was talking to the main person who encouraged me to do this again. She yes. said, "Get Pauline Brady," and I said, "Well, Pauline was going to come back uh, to me." Yeah. So I'm delighted we had another chat. So, yeah, that was lovely, Nicole. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. It's always great to talk. <laughs> I'll see you soon, hopefully. Bye. Yes. Thanks a million, Nicole. Bye-bye.